We are watching a girl being raped here. Welcome back to Lustcast. This is a bit of a special episode because I had to delete the last one because the model that came on, a porn star Nellie Kent, she made allegations of abuse by Rocco Safedi. And she came under a lot of pressure and I felt forced to delete it in the end. So in this podcast, I'm going to be going through what exactly happened and be talking about how the porn industry silenced a model that spoke out against abuse. And I'm going to be talking about what we can do about it. And I'm also going to be going through some evidence of abuse that I found on Rocco Sifredi. So it's going to be a bit of a big episode. Yeah, it's a last cast uh, extra, if you will. Yeah, and like, you know, subscribe, share, all of that. Um, but I think the most important thing is to, you know, share this episode and get it to the people that can help. So um, first and foremost, why are we doing this uh, episode? Well, the main reason is, um, I think the episode we did had like such serious allegations of bad things happening in the porn industry. And I think when I deleted it, that makes it sound like, oh, so it's not true. She was lying or, um, you know, it, it doesn't sound credible anymore. So it's like, oh, that was a mistake, yeah. was a mistake by me, a mistake by her and it's like much more complicated than that. And um, I think the most important thing for me is like, I've been working in porn for like 10 years now, I think. Like me. Yeah, in this situation, it's made me so angry that I just can't really keep my mouth shut anymore. Like I was not in good conscience. No. Yeah, you've got fury in your... In, yeah, in, yeah, I'm like shaking a bit now because I'm just so angry just thinking about you it. You know, I can relate to that because uh, I've also experienced, you know, situations where I just could not stay uh, still mm. and I just had to do it until I felt justice has been uh, served. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I understand and... Today I'm here to help you to ask uh, questions and, you know, make it sort of a discussion. Yeah, and it's really useful because I think it it's easier to clarify your thoughts when yeah, sure. you're talking to someone else. But, but are, aren't you tired of me being on the podcast? I, I would like someone more famous, please. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I mean... No, you're great. You know it. <laughs> We've done it together, haven't we? A lot of it. Yeah, and, it's a journey. And I think also, like, until I started this podcast, no one was talking about European porn. Like, they would Not watch really. the videos, but no one knew anything about who makes it or how it's made. No, not really. Or if there are any problems. No. And now, like, me, you, and others are talking about what it's really like. Yeah. You know, it's shining a light on it. And, yeah, but... Like, um, what we see is not always like you know it's not always good yeah and um we get a lot of shit for it i mean i i can uh, say with certainty that you know these uh, small clips that you also make some Mm -hmm. people refer to them from time to time and in the business uh in the business and also outside of the business and so you know 
people do watch those and they listen to those and I think they find it very interesting. Yeah, I think the main thing for me, like the reason I just had to make this episode, and I hate doing negative things about the porn industry because, you know, in the 10 years I've been in this business, I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, we it's, love it. Yeah, it's given me a lifestyle that most people can only dream of. I, I've had That's very experiences. Like my life has been like a movie for the last mm-hmm. 10 years or something like okay. that. Okay. And um, But at the same time, especially here in Budapest, which is where I work and where I know, there's always been an undercurrent of bad things happening. Yeah. And I've always said to people like, we all know who the bad people are. We yeah. all know what they do. But nobody ever speaks out. So let's go back to um, the episode with Nelly. Yeah. Um, so was your intention to actually talk about Rocco himself or the idea was different to begin with? No, no, the, the podcast was supposed to be about rough sex. So it's rough like sex. How to do it, what it's about, like things to avoid, things like but that. But somehow it was more about the dark side of the industry, I would say. Yeah, she just came out with it and it was a shock. So she. So like, it was actually Nelly who initiated to talk yeah. about certain people. Yeah. Okay. Like certain people, certain things. I don't know, maybe it was just on her mind and she yeah, was pissed she off. Yeah, felt like a sharing. It all just came out. And um, the thing she alleged was so serious. And I, I'm... Oh, yeah, I remember some... Yeah, she didn't use the word abuse, but that's how I described it, because yeah, that's she basically what it is. Described <laughs> like, it. She described, like, Rocco punching girls. Yeah. She described... A dislocated um, implant. Yeah. Jaw, like, I remember. Yeah, and the most um, important thing for me was that she described that, you know, there isn't consent for this before the scene starts. Okay. And, you know, that's... <laughs> that's just so bad like it's <laughs> not mean, it how sound, things it, are meant to be done it sounds bad but eventually she took it all back right yeah so and that's why i want to go through the timeline really because like what you've got to decide is like do you believe what nelly originally said or do you believe she's lying and personally like when 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 she did the podcast i was so shocked and obviously I'm publishing the podcast, yeah. so it opens me up to legal liabilities. Yes, true. If she's lying or if I tell a lie. So after the podcast finished recording, I said to her, like, you know, was all that 100% oh. true? Because if if it's not and you can't prove it, then, then it's, you're it's liable for, you know, you're, you're liable. Yeah. You, know, you can be yeah, sued. Yeah. And? And she said, yeah, it's 100% true. Like, you know, you can just Google everything. Yeah, personally, I also felt like she's really speaking out of her heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it's a made-up uh, story. Um, but there has been something about you editing your podcast in a certain way. <laughs> so I, w- I, I wanted to ask you, like, do you edit your podcast much? No, I don't like to edit podcasts. I'd like to just leave everything people said in because yeah. I-, I don't want them to criticize me for changing what they said so um, but you have been accused with um manipulating uh yeah. your episode yeah i mean i wish i had that skill level but no mm-hmm. everything everything in the po- the only things i edit out on the podcast are if someone says something and they misspeak and then they correct what they said yeah 
then okay. I, I delete that. Or if um, like someone loses their train of thought, I delete that because it's pointless. Uh, any mistakes, like if we take a break, if there's like so some background So basically you edit yeah. out the brain farts. Yeah, that's okay. it. And even then I leave a lot of those in because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I want people to meet the real person. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah. And the point of the podcast is to have like a continuous conversation and not not something super edited. Mm. It makes it more real and raw. But anyways, let's go through. Yeah, yeah so I want to go through like the timeline mm-hmm. of what happened with the podcast. Okay. So I think the first thing is that obviously on the podcast when it was recorded, Nelly made like some really serious allegations against Rocco, against Mike Chapman and against just porn producers in Europe in general. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said good things like that the industry has improved a lot thanks to American productions. Oh, and how did it improve? Um, just in general, I think, you know, there's less shenanigans with like having to fuck people to get work, you know. Okay. Because it's not directors picking models anymore. It's the companies themselves. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. I think they have like someone on set on a lot of productions mm-hmm. um, who's there to support the model, at least in some capacity. Yeah. But, so I've seen it. I've witnessed it firsthand. And my observation was that this model liaison in Europe is just a friend of the producer being paid to do a job. And it, they're not really making doing a good job. There, it doesn't look like an independent person that's there to look after the models. Interests. No, it's, it looks that like box person ticking. is yeah. often just part of the crew, uh, the group. So. Yeah. I, when I witnessed it first, I'm a very nice person, but I didn't see any like looking out for the model's interests. Mm, yeah. Um, so I think that's where it might differ from America. But you know, how does a small American company manage their European production? But I, will, I think I'll get into that a bit later. Okay. Um. So yeah, she so, named uh, a few concrete yeah, persons. And then I say afterwards, I checked that she was telling the truth. And I felt uneasy about publishing it. So I checked again by text uh, later, like okay. just before I published it. Like, you know, definitely all truthful, right? Just warning oh, so, you. So before publishing the podcast, yeah. you asked Nelly. Yeah, yeah. Just like, so cause I felt I didn't want to be offensive and say, like, are you lying? You know, because it's like, No, just double yeah. checking. Yeah. With the person. Yeah, just confirming. Because sometimes you do change your mind. Yeah. And, you know, you, people exaggerate and mm-hmm. misremember mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but the one thing that sticks in my head so much is that the question, because I challenged her about the Rocco stuff on the podcast. I didn't just like, be like, oh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I challenged her. And one of the things I said is, you know, why has nobody spoken out about it? Yes, I remember. And that. she said, you know, because they're fucking scared. They're shitting themselves. And she, in that case, she's talking about European porn models. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, if you speak out, the you lose your agent. You don't get work. Um, it's, you know, the end of your career, basically. So she, she said that there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And I also said, so are you worried about what will happen when this if... podcast is published? And, and she said, no, because, you know, I don't care. I work for myself. I work alone. So she doesn't have an agent anymore. 
doesn't have an agent, doesn't work for anybody, doesn't work for productions, only makes porn for herself. So she said she's not scared at so, all. Yeah, but that makes sense. That's why she came on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's why she felt, you know, able to speak freely. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, so, you know, so bear, keep those things in mind. And then I published the podcast. And, you know, it started to go viral on TikTok. Um, it was getting a lot of talk. And on TikTok, how many videos have you shared from this podcast? I only shared three, but everything's been removed now. And how many views did you get on those? Um, I think the first one got about 600,000 or so. In there. That's a lot. Yeah. And um, I also had plenty of, plenty of female models respond. For, uh, and, European models? Yeah. And they agreed with Nelly. Okay. Um, not everybody had the same criticisms as Nelly, but everybody had like part of it. Mm. So there was confirmation. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, and then obviously, at some point, Rocco saw it. And that's when things got really interesting. I'm not sure which bits to talk about first, but like Rocco contacted me and Nelly. On uh, the phone? I don't know if he called her, but definitely texted her. Um, but I also had a phone call with Nelly, and the way she described it is she like, had a nap in the afternoon... Okay. And she woke up to loads of messages, loads of people trying to get in touch with her. Okay. Not just Rocco, not just... Um, but who else? Well, 100%, I know that Esther at Bill Babes uh, contacted her. Okay. Um, and uh, some other models? I think so. I think I mean, so. who else? Yeah. I, 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 she said um, other producers in the porn industry. Um, but I, the thing is, the phone call was really inconsistent with everything she'd said before. So, like the was way, hectic. like she and she was like really saying, like I'm not scared, but she was when I spoke to her, she was like looking for a reason, of course, to, to delete it. Yeah, to delete it. So she was say she was trying to say that like because I'd made a clip of it, and she she she's seen my podcast. She knows that I make clips of everything. Of course, she knows. She was saying because I made a clip of it that. I, it makes it look like she's attacking, like at war with Rocco. And I'm like, look, it's just what you said. And she's like, yeah, but look at the words you've used. And she was like obsessing over the description. But then obviously I got a message from Rocco. Um, and I can say what that said, because I think it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, please do. Have you ever uh, spoken to Rocco before? No, this was the first time, actually. Your first encounter. Yeah. And this was before or after you deleted the podcast, the episode? Um, this was before I deleted it. So before, before Rocco contacted me, um, obviously a few friends warned me that he would be. Because <laughs> um, I mean, he was contacting friends to get my number and things like that. Okay. Um, one interesting thing is one person who, who warned me, well, I don't want to say too much, but one person that I spoke to said that, Whenever she speaks to Rocco, she feels she has to be careful because he's a scary person. And I thought that was quite ominous sounding because not many people, it's very rare that I've heard anyone just give a general fear thing. She's like, never done anything bad to me, but just always feel I have to be careful. Um, you know, all I'm going to say is that he can be intimidating. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, he contacted me. He said, hi, Tommy, this is Rocco Cifredi. I'm writing to you about your video with Nelly. Just want to let you know that I will unfortunately move on legally toward her and you. Because mm -hmm. many things that she says you report on, writing below completely wrong or purposely. Um, and I hope you know that you can post anything people say just because. So obviously, so that's okay. reading exactly what he wrote. Obviously, his English is unbelievably bad. And I'll have to interpretate, interpret that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's, it's just really difficult. It's yeah, it's kind of difficult to understand, but we get yeah. the point. We get the point. Yeah, I think like first, like this is not you know my first rodeo. Like I've been sued for libel before, and when it happens, you know, the person doesn't say I'm taking legal action against you. Yeah, it's a they, bit threatening. The, you get the threats from the lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you get a cease and desist. You get, um, you know, you get asked for money. You know, but. You know, this is this is a threat, the way I see it. This is someone trying uh, to intimidate me to take Intimidating, it yeah. Because um, why wouldn't he go to his lawyer, you know? And uh, I think the reason he won't go to his lawyer is because it brings more attention. Because I would love this to be in court. I would love to talk about this story. Yeah, but uh, obviously it's because first try, try the easy way, you know, just contacting you and, you yeah. know, shut it, shut it down. Yeah, and then um, he also included a screenshot of a message he had with um, Esther at Brill Babes. And what does um, it say? And the screenshot is a screenshot of the YouTube with and, uh -huh. um, highlighting, you know, the description. Okay, which is... Uh... Which is just a description of um, the allegations against Rocco that's in the video. It's a description of the video. Yeah. Um, is it problematic? It's a description of what the content is. like. So, so you didn't... Um... I didn't embellish. I didn't... Okay. You know, I just... I, I can't. It would be illegal to change you so know, what the content is. It is what it is exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and Esther sent Rocco a message saying, she said the whole story written to the video was made up. <laughs> like, That's strong. Yeah. I'm like, but... You know, the whole... Yeah. Like she, so why did she? And and she said she never told this. Um, oh, but she she did. A, and um, a laughing face emoji. Well, she actually did. And so why come on a podcast and tell all this story so that in the end you can say it wasn't true and delete it? Yeah, and so why did I? I invited Rocco to come on the podcast and oh, tell you have. his side of the story. I had invited him previously when I first started messaging about it because I think that's fair. I it, think it, yeah, it um, is. To give the chance and he said no i'm not looking for any defense from my side i don't need it good but for sure all your writing and the way you describe all the stories is absolutely made up from you uh, and the girl already confirmed by voice message and by chat i don't know what is behind this someone told me that dan leal is part of this when some past month with some other girls on another podcast shits on people anyway you must for sure know that Whatever you post on the web nowadays, you are responsible. Take care. Oh, take so, care. <laughs> so um, a few things in that. Like, first, I just want to say, like, you know, Dan Leal, I know him very well. He was on the podcast with me and you. Yes. And I think the podcast Rocco's talking about is when you gave Rocco some mild criticism for, like, not providing food and things like that. 
mm-hmm. and Dan was defending him. So why he has beef with Dan, I have no idea. It's kind of ridiculous. Well, we don't. And he's seeing this like conspiracy. So I don't know why he has this like conspiracy in his head. And I don't know. Like obviously, they haven't actually watched the podcast and looked at the allegations. They've just read the description. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, how would you say like? Oh, the girl said, like, Nelly said she didn't say any of these things. It's like, yeah. but that's Do what the video what is. Do you know what actually she said? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's really, really bizarre. And these are the things that made me angry. Um, like, one is that he just says he has no questions to answer. So so why so, even bother? Yeah, so, so for me, just the kind of person I am, that's made me dig into his content okay and i'm gonna force him to answer some questions um and the second one is the focus is really on like making out like that nelly didn't say this stuff and i had a conversation with nelly and it was a very difficult conversation at one point she was angry with me angry with you yeah she, i think she was looking for a way of deleting someone to it. blame she was looking for a way of deleting it. She did. She said like she didn't. She said that like she didn't like the video of where it was a clip only of the allegations. You know, but that's how I promote all the podcasts. You know, I promote the full podcast and then I take like the highlights like into individual topics yeah, but, and publish them. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't edit them. I don't change anything people said. And um, you know, she like had problems with the wording of the description and. It, Obviously, it was all coming from the people who pressured her, which was of course Esther at Brill Babes, who is not her agent. And but was she? She used to be a long time she ago. Used to be. Um, but Esther is not her agent. Okay. Why the fuck is Esther working for Rocco? So, what like, do you think? Esther is supposed to be a model agent. Her job is to look after the models, to take care of them to get them work, to make them successful. Her job isn't to be an enforcer for producers who she doesn't work for, you know. She gets paid by it. She gets a commission yeah. on top of the model's fee. But you'd think that's dependent on the model, not dependent on the producer. Because, you know, if you've got a good model, like, the producer wants to has to book with you. Yeah. So, like, what's the relationship between Rocco and Esther? It seems like a really big conflict of interest. It seems quite sinister. And the thing is, it's not an isolated incident. Like, she's well known for shutting down girls in the porn industry when they complain. Who? Esther? Yeah. Um, it happened with Lenina Crown, like, a few months ago. Lenina complained about um, Pierre Woodman. Yeah. Um, and Brill Babes. And she came under a huge amount of pressure to delete her tweets um and but as i recall it was the same um sort of threatening with uh going uh you know with um you know court and stuff yeah yeah it was all yeah it was all that like threatening legal action yeah legal action yeah okay and again people that threaten legal action usually for me it's a sign of guilt like it's obviously they're not if if they were innocent they would just go to a lawyer and say fix this because it's not true yeah yeah 
Well, but I mean, you know, make your own mind up. But you know, my feeling is, you know, these are not the actions of, you know, people that don't have something to hide. You know, when you go to court, everything comes out in the wash. You know, so these are not yeah. people that want things to go to court. Well, I've also and they can afford lawyers. Like lawyers are not expensive in Hungary, even no. a good one. In Rocco has a lot of money, um, and yeah, it it's just unbelievable to me. Um, I lost my train of thought a little bit, but yeah, on the Lenina thing, yeah, they're also threatening court, and it's there's this pattern. Like just in the last twelve months, I've seen personally Esther shut down models complaining three times. And one of them, sadly, was with us. Yeah, it was right. the Paul Stalker uh, thing. Mm, yeah. Which, you know, maybe Paul has changed since. No, he hasn't. I've had plenty <laughs> of stories. He's still very abusive. But, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to be more vocal and just, you know, let other girls know and my opinion about him. And... You know, I've always, I would say I've always had a good relationship with uh, Esther. And so she obviously approached me, you know, to let's not do this like that, you know, yeah, please remove, remove the post. And, and I have, because I valued our, our relationship with Esther. And she used a lot of like manipulative tactics. I remember that she said like, oh, you know, just because, you know, you don't, you know, need the money or whatever, like other, he's paying and yeah. other girls want that money. And it's, yeah. So and do you but, remember what happened after? It was very funny. The, um, well, it turned, it turned he, out that he, Paul he, wanted yeah. or did. Yeah. He tried start to steal his own, own agency and steal Esther's uh, girls. I know. Yeah, and then she decided she didn't like him, but yeah, Esther confessed that. Yeah. It turns out he was an asshole. So, but yeah, and I don't really monitor social media so much with European performers because it just doesn't interest me. I'm kind of between projects at the minute, so I'm not super involved. But that's I've noticed three times in the last year of her acting as an enforcer. And it's so wrong. Like, can you imagine an American performer speaking out about a producer and her agent or another agent... Mm shutting down the conversation threatening her like i don't know like it's unbelievable mm. so um, and it, it's serious things they're speaking out about like you know abusive behavior towards women yeah and not to mention like really uh, a lot of girls complain but yeah and like the lenina one about woodman like you can't even be sued for liable for reporting it because so many people have made allegations against him, mm. including like Lana Rhodes. Yeah, um, I remember that. Like Woodman's name has come up so many times in court documents over the LA, LA Direct. Um, I don't think it was a trial, but it was like some sort of inquest in okay. America. Like you don't have to look very far to find out all the bad stuff about Pierre Woodman. It's like, it's known that he's a, a a very bad a very abusive person in the porn industry not to everybody but yeah. to certain people um he has a terrible history i know for a fact that uh at least one agency will not send him models because of him abusing them 
Could you so, could you name? I don't want to. It's not for. I don't want to associate a good agency with a bad story. Okay. So it's just not fair on them. There are good agents out there, and there's bad agents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And so what's yeah. what's next? And so so yeah, and that that's the thing. And it's like I just think it's it's. All the time I've been in porn, we've known, we all know who the bad people are. There's not many of them. Like, m- for the most part, I, I think the porn industry is like quite a hedonistic, fun, welcoming, supportive place. But we all know who these bad people are, and no one ever speaks out against them. Or I thought they didn't. And I always thought, well, once models start speaking out, mm-hmm. things will change. And I've saw Nelly speak out, like, pour her heart out about all the bad things and she got shut down she was silenced yeah and it's so disgusting i always thought that i always kind of blamed the models thought oh why aren't european models as strong as american yeah, ones yeah. but american ones don't have to deal with this um so the, the courage it takes to speak out in europe is tremendous huge mm-hmm. and then when you do i don't know what was said to her yeah we don't know like i but whatever threat it was it it was threatening. It changed everything about her character. And the threat clearly didn't come just from uh, one person. It came from multiple people all at once, like a torrent. And no one can deal with that pressure. And, you know, this is, you know, a big man, like, bullying a small girl. And, like, so, you know, I felt like a responsibility to, you know, to investigate yeah to step up and you know speak out myself because all the producers in budapest we all talk about this like we all like privately i've had conversations with several producers and said like you know the fuck is happening with rocco you know like okay why why is he still allowed to work so it's a thing yeah it's well known and and i think there's two schools of thought one is that if you I've been warned by some people that like, look, if you if you kick up a fuss, then you risk having the industry shut down in Budapest, you know, because okay. you would attract government attention. Maybe they'll say, look, this can't go on. We'll shut the porn industry down. We'll ban porn. Because that's what's happened in France. Like in France, the porn industry got out of control. And um, many producers right now are in jail, like awaiting trial producers and performers and that's for drugging girls sex trafficking tricking them into doing porn all sorts of vile things and um the things that are happening in budapest are different to that um i hope maybe there's some similarities i don't know enough about the french situation but um yeah the, the feeling in the industry like a good number of people i spoke to they they feel that we shouldn't speak up because it's yeah, I would say business. it's a common thing. Like, it's not something you should do. It's better to lay low and, you know, just be happy if you have a job opportunity. Take it, you know, earn some money and that's it. Yeah, and, you know, I, I and um, like one UK British porn producer, he posted um, the podcast on the XBiz forum for me. Um, oh. like that's like an industry hub so like just yeah. only people that work in the business yes. can post on there i don't normally get too involved but i thought okay it's a good place to start posting and amazingly 
rather than you know take it seriously um xbiz deleted my account like the people who are supposed to be the porn industry media like they're all they're like the the business media the people that give awards to porn models did they warn you or anything nothing the account was just deleted so like that's it just shows that the porn industry as a whole is they prefer to keep stories quiet than to let them get out it's like just pretend wow. that there's no problem and it's so shocking it took a few days for it to sink in and like again that's why i'm making this podcast because and like because it was posted in there i don't think there's any doubt that people involved with rocco like either his distributors like evil angel or gamma entertainment um some people at that company have heard about it and, and they've decided uh, to take no action. They've ignored it. Nobody's contacted me. I've made myself available for contact. Um, they just deleted you? I was deleted from XBiz. I don't know at whose request. You know, um, but do you think there's a connection between uh, Rocco and XBiz? Maybe not necessarily with Rocco directly, but um, obviously XBiz depend on Gamma Entertainment mm -hmm. and evil angel for huge amounts of sponsorship like without the porn companies there is no xbiz yeah sure right? they, they depend on sponsorship so mm, i didn't know that but that's um a little yeah bit like even giving out their awards you know the awards uh you know yeah you pay for them <laughs> you know, let's yeah let's be honest yeah uh, well i mean that's the true of all industry awards you know i used to work in media in mainstream media before this and you so... know that's how we make money and it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing it's like a social gathering and yeah and i think the awards generally go on merit but you know they go to sponsors okay um, so yeah and i wrote obviously and i want to talk about why i removed the podcast as well because i didn't have to delete the podcast um like legally yeah i could have left that up because nelly mm -hmm. didn't say to me i'm lying she was a very ambiguous call um she was like going from excuse to excuse, like reason to reason to reason about why it should be deleted. Okay. And I was like, look, if you say you were lying, I'll delete it. And she's like, okay, I'm lying then. Oh. But it sounded just more that, desperate, that, you know. Yeah, so I was, like, I was like, okay, I'll delete it. Don't worry. And I was like, but then I said, so, so is it true that Rocco punches girls in the face? It's like, yeah, that's true. Is it true? Uh, another thing, and every, every specific thing I asked her, She's like, yeah, that's true. But, so but so then like, she said, okay, so I'm, I'm like, lying. So, so I'm like, so are you lying or what? And it was like, it was a very confusing call. So like, I, I do think that obviously it is less credible because yes, of that. Yes, it is. But imagine when the Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein Me Too case was going on in Hollywood. Yeah, I remember that. So let's say an actress spoke out about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And then him and all his friends started contacting the person to harass them. Scary. Into not into removing their comments. Like that would be so wrong. It's like I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah, well, it, it happened. We've got evidence of it happening. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. sent me a screenshot yeah. showing that someone contacted her. Um, it's wrong. Yeah. So I wrote about that, and I thought, you know, I'll write about why I deleted it because. I, I don't want to lose my own credibility by like making it look like I just of put course. out shit on people that's not true. But did you also delete it uh, because uh, because of Nelly? I, I deleted it 
because her. I deleted it because I didn't want her to be in any danger and I don't I take that to be like anything I don't know yeah what, just I don't I'm not saying that they threatened her like physically or something but just in case someone did then you don't want, want to be to, a, yeah I wanted mm-hmm. to delete it so I'd rather people threaten me than threaten her yeah okay um so um yeah and then amazing thing happened I was having a nap of my own why do they always call when you're having a nap because you're the most vulnerable yeah and um it's telepathy yeah the great thing about working from home is nap time Mm. so Um, so then brill babes called me like this is after i've taken it down you know like they've won you know the the yeah the podcast is down yeah so why antagonize me why say okay so um she calls me and it was a crazy phone call obviously I, I think the intention was to you know try and get me to take down my posts try and get me to understand that you know what you you're know, doing don't, don't wrong. make the industry look bad you know all, all this stuff but, but yeah but you know don't make the industry look bad but if it's you know rotting from the inside then it is bad yeah and i wasn't very civil to be honest because my opinion on this is well, that but she should not be contacting me. Okay. I don't want anything to do with her. I have nothing to do with her. And whenever she said something publicly and incriminated herself, I, I would write about it or post it. Okay. But nothing I've said about her is not, you know, in the public domain. It's not like I have a vendetta against her. Um, but she seemed to think I do have, you know. It's, so, but uh, the point of her contacting you was uh yeah i think it was to 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 step back you know i think so yeah okay she she kind of like she said she's a warning me at one point but she stepped back from but she didn't uh, explain no 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 not really it was but i I was quite aggressive on the call though so i didn't really give her a chance to you know to properly warn you <laughs> no like and i'm not easily intimidated by anyone so it's I'm, I'm not like a strong person but i'm not scared of anyone okay it's just like good and and thing is like i said i'm a lot of people in the porn industry that would want to speak out they depend on other people for their income and i'm quite lucky that i don't need anyone in the porn industry for my income so. yeah you're independent yeah because mm-hmm. i know one person is very good and tries behind the scenes to put things right but he can't speak out publicly because he depends on yeah but but nelly said she she yeah and look what happened to nelly she said she's independent herself so i don't know what happened but oh my god i wish we knew something serious I must wish have we happened knew. yeah okay we might never know we'll probably never know yeah but who knows um so yeah so like i think ultimately we have to forget what nelly said a little bit um all right and um i decided like let's look into rocco myself and you know i searched for about five minutes before i found stuff that was so horrifying like i found it so personally upsetting to see that because you know i've seen his porn before but you just flick through i've never really like watched it from start till end yeah. and in my personal opinion um when 
I was looking through, there's so much evidence of all the things, all the rumors that we hear, let's call them rumors. Yeah, let's, yeah, when okay. someone, even though friends have made direct allegations about him, they don't want to be public. So you have to say it's a rumor. Okay. But it's always like the same rumors, you know, and uh, it's just it's just like this common not that everybody everybody knows what Rocco does. Everybody in porn knows what Rocco does. And when you say it took you five minutes, is it a long time or a short time? Short time. Okay. I thought I was going to have to spend like days like researching or go into the dark web. And I just typed in a few keywords and like Rocco porn crying or something. Okay. And I found like evident like just video evidence of um harassment like uh, sexual harassment in terms of harassing someone into doing something sexually they don't want to do okay now i don't know if that's rape or not i'm not a lawyer um i definitely saw evidence of i would say attempted anal rape um and some things that might be rape might not be i don't know but certainly very abusive behavior so you would say it's um like totally disturbing it was so disturbing and upsetting like so um, it's not something you would say like you just you're not into his stuff no it goes no. beyond your personal like you know what you prefer yeah and it's more than that it's like you know i produce like i filmed what okay i'm not a huge producer or anything i'm quite a small player in the porn industry but yet i've made you know like 300 or so porn videos and i know how it works i know yeah and i've worked with i know the models that he works with we all work with the same people and i just know that in a lot of these videos there is no possible way of getting consent for what he's doing it's just not possible mm -hmm. um and I, i've clipped a few of the videos and i found these so quickly there's so many more out there um but i mean he's been yeah. around for what 20 years mm. so of course there's a you know if an I, endless yeah I, i saw like a few old ones immediately and then i grabbed um a few modern ones at random i, I've, I haven't put all of them public because um, some of them are people who have spoken to me anonymously and I don't want to yeah. expose them. Um, so? So yeah, I thought I, I want to just play them and just um, talk people through. What's happening? Yeah. Okay, so shall we put on our mics? Yeah, let's put headphones on. Ah, headphones. So um, uh, uh, there's no way I can put these videos on YouTube. They're, no, of course like, not. Like even if I censor them, they're so disturbing and... I just don't think it's so the right place. So we just do the voice. To... Yeah, so, but I, I've changed my Twitter profile, which is Ask Lustcast. I've changed it so that my tweets are marked as sensitive. Um, if you're triggered by, you know, abuse and um, possible rape and things like that, then just don't watch them. Um, but if you want to just see the videos and make up your own mind, then go to my Twitter. It's the pinned tweet and... Everything I find will be using the hashtag Rocco Files. Um, and yeah, this let's play the first one. And this first one's taken from a website I found called eFucked. And 
Efruct is like a porn comedy site. Yeah. Where they they basically look for clips of like behind the scenes in porn where the girls are humiliated and then laugh at them. Um, So it's like a mocking. Yeah, a lot of the humor is like racist or misogynist. Mm -hmm. Um, And this first video, they're just laughing at the girl because she doesn't want to do porn. So I haven't made these edits. Um, Someone else has made the edits for comedy effect if you can call that comedy. And um, yeah, I, I want to talk us through it. So what's happening here? Like, so with porn, obviously a lot of things are staged and faked, but this girl doesn't speak English and that's really important. Like, Her English is very bad. Yeah, You can see that there's not a lot of understanding no. of what she's saying. There's no way she's acting that because like, you can hear her English. You can see. You can see her in her eyes. She's not understanding. Um, yeah, but you can see she doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah, like thing. that's. But the reason I say the English thing is because you could say that. Okay, it's she not didn't real. say no. It's or... like that's part of the script. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's just that's the fantasy. No. Of like, um, and it, absolutely, it's not. Um, I don't. I couldn't find this video published anywhere, so it does look like some sort of outtake or behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I, she seems she doesn't look like she wants to do porn. Like I would have big question marks over, um, over whether she even agreed to be on film. Like, did she sign the model release at the end or before? Like, what happened? But like, I think you know most of the times those model releases are in English to begin with. That's true. And you know, just from my experience no one really encourages you to read it mm-hmm. they just say like oh just you know sign here and even then, now um nowadays it's better mm. nowadays it's better but you know um because th- this girl like and he- you know just just sign here you know that's it and you just do as you're told and, and like the first crime like she says no i don't want to see you naked yeah i know and it's like and she seems afraid, you know, this is watching this is so uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable indeed. Um and should I play on or any more thoughts or I'm just thinking, um so there's possibly someone who is pushing her. Possibly to could do be, that because could be a boyfriend could be an agent. Y- whoever, but, but someone. I don't think she's there because uh it was her idea, you know. It, it looks like um, she hasn't decided to do porn yet. And yeah, like no. if we watch further, um, it gets so bad. So for people listening, he's kind of forcing his penis into the girl's mouth. Yeah. And she doesn't want it. She really doesn't want it. It's... There's no way she wants this. It's so And she's wrong. looking away. That's like a very typical sign. It's... And... I just want to stop there because, like, 
<laughs> you know, just, it's just so uh, it's so uncomfortable. It's like, why would you even want to go on going? with this? Yeah. It's uh, what's the point? You're pushing someone to have sex that doesn't want to have sex, and you're pushing someone to be on film having sex that doesn't want. You know, it's you're just we're watching someone just be traumatized in front of us. It's like uh, for sure she is. Like for sure, there's no, there's no way, and also it's uh, very sad that these people make uh, fun of it. Like I don't find it funny at all. And the people editing this, yeah, the people who, know, who edit it, know that this is non-consensual, mm-hmm. and they're editing the music in to like make light of that. I know you, know? you can Where see that's what their opinion is. It's really wrong, um, but not everyone knows because I've met some people who shared a very disturbing video with me mm-hmm. and being like saying like who the hell would do that and stuff like how did they do it and i'm like but have you thought of maybe uh them being drugged or you know threatened or mm. you know like obviously they are not doing it out of fun and then they were like oh yeah maybe you know yeah well let's watch some of the pressure that Rocco puts on this girl. So she's lying near his penis, looking very uncomfortable. What kind of question is that? I'm like... But why would you ask something like that in in the middle of a porn movie? Why would you ask it of any girl you don't know? Like, have you been abused as a child? It's like, like, possibly. I mean, looking at her. It's like, she doesn't want to have sex. And he's trying to like blame it on like, oh, you must have been abused as a child because you don't want to fuck me. I don't know, really weird. It's unbelievably bad, and like this isn't scripted. This is no, it's this not. Is, this is horrific. But no, but that's like really something. Like just in in terms of just common decency, I've never heard of any. Even someone trying to be offensive, I've never heard someone being in a, such a vulnerable position as she is in already incredible yeah it's yeah it's really amusing and somehow it gets worse are you strange she don't have sex yeah so she was saying like what will people say yeah she doesn't want to do porn and you can't get any consent with this level of english (sighs) and then this Forcing her to do a blowjob. And it is forcing. It is, yeah. Did he come in her mouth? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. She's completely traumatized. How can you ask that? She she can't even talk. No. You know, uh, I find it weird when he asks, like, are you on drugs? Maybe he tried to, you know, like put it on her. Like, that's why she's acting weird. Because she's a drug addict or something. It's like... Oh, she because every girl wants to have sex with Rocco. Everyone, like, why is it? If a girl says no, it means there's something wrong with her. No, it just means she means no. Like, fuck off. Oh, my God. But I would describe this as sexual assault. Like, now, is there a possibility that it could be staged? Uh, my professional opinion is no. Yeah. Like, having 
worked on scenes when you're working with someone if you're working with someone that speaks english mm-hmm. i think you could stage it but then it, why would you do it very for, for people that have that kind of sick kind of like like rape fantasy okay i could understand doing it for but that you I, reason. I, I, but but you would need to have such good communication and a really good script and you'd have to talk through like every little movement yeah i couldn't see any porn company i know putting that much effort in no me neither and um you can see this is real like i just know my professional opinion is he's being very casual too about it like just no no empathy yeah, whatsoever. It's like, so did you like it or not and like yeah what are you talking about it's almost like he doesn't even see her suffering it's not not even like he's enjoying the suffering he just doesn't notice it you know maybe could it be that he witnessed such behavior so many times that he became immune to it yeah i don't know like, because we are shocked so yeah so you know maybe it's and okay there's like all this comedy music it's very it, very bad so this is the next one this is a recent one yeah and i picked it out because i attended a dinner where this porn model was present oh and I found it impossible to communicate with her. Her English was so bad that it wasn't possible to have even a basic conversation like, oh, what are you having for dinner? What are you choosing? Do you like it? Is it nice? It wasn't possible. Wow. Um, The second reason I picked this one out is um, obviously the rumors, let's say, that we all hear about Rocco are that he books a lot of girls for just a blowjob scene and then he pushes them to get more from them that he'll try and um, have sex and anal sex um, against their will let's say um, is the rumor Mm -hmm. and I picked this video out because it's he says that on camera because I think he's so used to doing it that he's not even hiding it and um I made these clips myself. Um, so yes, they are edited, but I've linked to the full video so okay. you can see the entire context. So you can see that I'm not just taking things out of context. So like, I'll start with the first clip yeah. at the beginning. I clipped that out because it's like, um, he, it's like, oh, she likes hard sex. So now I have to change the scene type and fuck you. I mean, and, you know, maybe it's an option. And it's like, Okay, this could be staged, but I'd like to know, um, did you tell her it's going to be a sex scene before you said that? Or was it a spontaneous thing that, Mm. if the rumors are true, happens quite a lot, you know? And it seems like, it's like, this is always happening to me. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what the rumors say. Well, um, from personal experience, I have also attended a blowjob scene. And it was only a blowjob scene. Mm. So from, you know, like watching this, I assume this was also booked as a blowjob scene, but open for discussion. Yeah, well, like I say, um, interesting thing about Rocco is he likes to film without cuts. So he likes it to be from beginning to end Mm -hmm. with no cuts. In this video, I, from memory, there's no cuts um, from beginning to end. So... And she speaks really bad English, remember? Like, you can see that she's just nervously laughing. Yeah. Doesn't, not particularly aware of what's going on. I don't, I, I don't really think she 
she even hears what he's saying. She seems to understand a few things. Like she was able to say that she understood hard sex. And yeah. She was able to say that she like, likes. So there is some choked. Yeah. some consent. Yeah. But is there consent to having sex? I'm not so sure. She does seem nervous from the uh, nervous yeah, laughter. Yeah, true. And this is a little bit ahead. There was no yes. There was no yes. She never said yes. No. But do you think it's because she but didn't understand or she was just not sure? I don't. She's just nervously laughing all the time. I know. Uh, giggling all the way. Because she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't speak English. Her English is very bad. And Rocco's English is also extremely bad. So, <laughs> like when, when I shoot porn um, with a model that doesn't speak good English, I tend to book it as a threesome. And the oh. second model will speak her language. Mm -hmm. If not, I'll sometimes have an interpreter. Um, I've only ever shot a boy-girl scene with a girl once without, without anyone present. And we had to use Google Translate. And it, I found it so difficult to communicate that I felt it was best to cut the scene short. Okay. Because it, it... Just uncomfortable. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it like, just felt like this isn't... This isn't the best way to do things. Okay. And it was just, you know, a problem that, you know, the translator didn't show up that day, you know. So, um, so yeah. Well, let's go to the next clip. Yeah. So, but they already had vaginal sex. Oh. So he tries to put his penis in her ass. Yeah. But she didn't say yes. She never said yes. Even if she said yes, she, she can, can change still her say mind. no. Yeah. And he yeah, just he yeah. just tries to like she doesn't even know the word ass or anal, you know. Or maybe yeah, he was like, you know, trying to do this, but but you said yes, you know, like yeah, he's pressuring this, her, yeah, like pressuring, like, but like we've got a deal, yeah, like and I already shot shot some of it, you know, like there's no going back. And this is like a classic, like kind of manipulation, like kind of rape scenario mm -hmm. cliche of like. Mm -hmm. But you said yes, so. So what's wrong? So you're like you can't say no now, like you can't tease me. Yeah. Okay. Um. um she she looks uh stressed here. She's been nervous through the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but I now I can see she's genuinely scared for her ass. He just tried to put his she's, penis she's like, in her ass. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a surprise. Uh huh. I don't do that. It's a huge amount oh, of pressure. Oh, and she, he says, you lied to me. Mm, fuck you. Oh, so uncomfortable. So much pressure. Yeah. And this is a very young girl. I believe she's about... 20 something. 18 to 20. And they try to, he just tried to anally... I think that's like attempted anal rape. Like he just tries to put it in, even though she keeps saying no. Yeah, like, there's no there. way of describing that in any other yeah, time. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. You can watch f for yourself. <laughs> it's so uh, disgusting. It's like mm. just the tip. What is that? Like he said, it's not a negotiation. Like wait. no isn't a negotiation. But he said, "I'm not gonna put it in. Just the tip." Yeah. So what's the point? I mean, I know what's the point, but. Yeah. It's not even a discussion at this point. And he said, you lied to me. You lied to me. It's yeah. like, and fuck it's, very, you. it's such a strong statement. Mm. Like you lied to me. She doesn't even know 
you know what time of the day is and like i said this is like a muscular quite and look tall. at her she's she's being completely you know in the how do you call this situation like vulnerable as hell yeah and i also want to say that like when someone says they like hard sex or they like rough sex that's such a wide term you better not say it it it, it, it means so many things yeah. you should get consent for every activity it gets there's more well of course she she haven't she she was booked for a blowjob right yeah she's booked for if you if you want anal why don't you book her for anal but that's also not true even if she saw let's say even if she saw his scenes they don't necessarily end up with sex at all so why would she know yeah this is what she's signing up for but also the do you know who i am is like it's like it's like a threat yeah it's It's like, like and this is what I've heard in the rumors. I, I've heard in the rumors that I'm calling them rumors. Yeah, but, I call them rumors. Um, is that when you do a scene, you don't have any contact with him until the scene starts. But before the scene, one of his assistants tells you, you can't say no to him. For real? Yeah. From, from the rumors, of Yeah, course. but like, what? Well, clearly there's no consent or talking about know, the scene before. For real? That's what people say. Yeah, but... And that, he, that you're prepped that he's a very important person. He's very famous. It's good for your career. It's bad for your career if you say no. He doesn't like it when people say no. I mean, like that's, excuse you. That's like... The rumors. That's the rumors. And it matches with... The parts of the rumor that match with the evidence that I find is that the see the, the, this it's just a blowjob scene like there's no talking yeah. through what's going to happen because if the, if he had contact with her before he could say you know what we'll do a sex scene we'll do an anal scene or like you know check on on the website you know if the girl does anal before you book her she said she doesn't do anal so on so, the website it would have not said anal so what did they discuss so he's pushing the, someone that doesn't do anal into yeah. doing anal but di- but do you think he discussed it with the agency I very much doubt it, because if he did, what did he say? You know, why why doesn't she know? Did the agent not tell her it's an anal scene? Mm. It's it's not. It's a blowjob scene. Yeah, and she's having sex on a blowjob scene. So again, like, how many times does 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 she, she have to, to say, say no before it becomes well, harassment? Until, un- until she does it, I guess. But it's sexual harassment, like. You have to treat it like any other job. Like, this is a job. She's not his girlfriend. Um, she's not a lover. Um, yeah, it's, it's a job. It's a job. And, and um, mm-hmm. if I'm your boss and I'm like, Kiara, let's have sex. And you're like, no. Yeah, like, I don't have to. I can't just keep pressuring you for sex. Yeah. It's that sexual harassment. And in porn, it's you but you know, it's not okay just because it's porn. But you know what the common sense is? I mean, I guess it's that, you know, if you're a slut or if you do porn, don't be surprised if you get fucked. You know, that's what people think. Not in America and not in the UK. I mean, good. And but, I think not legally anywhere in the EU. Yeah, but it's, um Wow. So he even confirms. She even says no. <laughs> oh, now he understands. He should not be allowed to do porn. He just shouldn't be. Like, it's, there's so many things wrong with this, just professionally speaking, that are just completely unacceptable. And much of it is a crime for me. Much of it. So can we say she was lucky? 
She didn't get fucked at the end. Like, did did she get paid for a blowjob scene or did she get paid for I, sex? I, I'm dying to know. And What do you think? Because I don't know. I don't know if he does, if he just books for a blowjob because um, I don't know if he's having money troubles. I don't know. Maybe his porn's not as popular as it used to be. I don't know. Who knows? No idea. Or like, maybe that's a game. Maybe it's a something he gets off on is like, Good. getting more from the girl i don't know i don't know what the mentality is mm-hmm. but well i i guess yeah the surprise element yeah, so that was um video two in rocco Lovely. files should we do video three yeah so just for people listening this in this one the it seems to be some sort of casting environment it's quite chaotic yeah there's lots mm-hmm. of people around and uh he opens the door to her like already naked and she like pulls a funny face um like something like that i can completely see being staged like yes um yes whether it is or not i don't know but obviously you've got to like check certificates things like that so so it's not their first first encounter yeah i would say not but let's just continue the video so scene starts she's giving a blowjob and he's asking for anal sex he should know all this before the scene starts so again he should know what he's what she's booked for like every model you book you know like do they do facials do they do cream pies like where you know where is okay to come so like he's asking her do you like sperm and she's like no it's like okay i guess that's like maybe sex talk or something i don't know but Mm um and it's like I want to fuck your ass. Like it's always with the ass. All the always the anal stuff. Yeah, but like, that's his brand. Then book girls that do anal. But that's not exciting. Well, it's rape to have anal sex with <laughs> girls that don't want to do anal. <laughs> like this. But I guess many people get off um, from seeing girls being scared. But you know, most girls do do anal. <laughs> like in, but in that's Europe. not fun to fuck someone anally if she knows how to i guess you know yeah but it, it might just be she doesn't want anal with him who knows but if you want anal book an anal scene pay enough money to make it interesting <coughs> for her maybe <coughs> she will if the money's right you know so she says no to rimming yeah so again it's like this consent issue so he licks her ass and she doesn't like it but if there's rimming why not say there's rimming before the scene starts like are you okay with rimming yeah like receiving or maybe giving or, mm-hmm. like where is it when is this conversation happening but like i say all the rumors say there's no talk about consent before you do a rocco scene and in the videos but it's true i i've never had a talk like that with him oh really no it's like common sense you know what happens happens so <laughs> just it shouldn't be like that i i i i'm i'm used to that yeah I, this is how i know my industry it's just mm. you know it's lately like checking uh yeah boxes. it's a recent thing because of the girls do porn thing yes and um i you know for me it was new i'm like okay yeah you know? but it should be like this and uh, but it's and Rocco's an extreme case but if we continue okay so mm-hmm. he asks her three times if he can fuck her hard and he doesn't say can i fuck you hard no just if he you says like. do you like it she doesn't understand any of the words yeah her english is almost non-existent yeah 
And yeah, she just looks awkward and goes, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. like, that's not yes or no. It's just like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he didn't, she didn't say you can do it. There's no consent there whatsoever for hard fucking. He's fucking her harder, slapping her. The back. Why slap, slap the back? I don't know. And now you can see she's like breaking down in tears. She's really upset. And she's, the girl's crying her eyes out. I thought you liked it. Bullshit. Complete lie. And then, yeah, saying sorry, that makes it okay. I think it's part of the manipulation. Mm, possibly. You know, it's like... Uh, it's classic, like, abusive behavior, isn't it? Like, he understands you, you know, but then... And it's like, oh, yeah. her, and it's almost like, yeah, he's it's like, her fault yeah, it's that's your beating fault. up. You didn't say stop, so, yeah. like, she doesn't understand. Uh, and she, and, and gir girls are intimidated. They don't, they don't, oftentimes they don't dare to say stop, no. you know? And Rocco is famous. He is a celebrity. Yes. Um. Yeah, right, this one's over now. So that was number three. Yeah, that was number three. So let's do number four. So this is Rocco Files number four. Yeah, for humor reasons, this site paired this with a video of a girl being raped, by the way, just to put this in context. So they took a clip from a movie mm -hmm. where it's a girl being raped because oh. she, the girl says yes earlier and then she says Changes no. And he's mind. like, you can't lead me on and then rapes her. So this is what passes for humor. This website is advertising it as like how to harass a girl into anal sex that's actually what the um the clip says it says this is how to harass an 18 year old into doing anal lovely like and this site effect they're a partner of rocco's and oh. gamma entertainment so they give them money to advertise their scene like this like are you for real <laughs> yeah why would you want because they're one of the most popular sites there is. They they provide a huge amount of traffic. He makes a lot of money from having this scene advertised like this. Um, and now we're into the scene. So we've got like a very pretty young blonde girl. Yeah. So that was Rocco just trying to fuck her in the ass, mm -hmm. even though she's saying no. And yeah. count how many times she says no um, in this video. It, it It's mind-blowing. It's impossible. Yeah. I mean, this is just... Like, I, I, I would call this rape. Like, I would call this anal rape because, like, there's... It's such a bad example. Let's see. No anal. Yeah, for people that didn't hear that, it's like, please give me your ass. No. Okay, okay. I won't say please anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, that's... That's just so bad. And it's out there it's just like a normal porn video how that works i mean it makes you feel sick really yeah like, yeah yeah. It, it, it is very very disturbing it's just horrible she doesn't want it she's never said yes once she's scared so she's asking him to take his dick out of her ass please and he's refusing he said no i and can't i cannot like people think that rape is like this violent crime, but I think more often than not, it's like this. Yeah, it's my you're impression. Right. Like this, it's so disgusting. He won't take it out because he enjoys it too much. Maybe he enjoys it because she doesn't enjoy it, and he's forcing her. It's just. <laughs>
I mean, consent, anybody? No, no consent. It's just impossible. It's, it's there's no consent. No, and 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 this is like I don't know if this video is still online. I don't know if like they've removed it because I couldn't find the name of this model. Okay. But for all I know, it's still on his website being sold right now. And it's the most extreme example I found of like the others are all non-consensual for sure. But this one is the one that I would just describe as rape. It's just anal rape, you know, like she's agreed to. That was very, yeah, very bad. She's agreed to vaginal sex. She's been booked for vaginal sex, been paid for vaginal sex. And he's raping her ass. Yeah, there's so and, so and nobody no like I did this in five minutes and nobody no journalist in Italy that like that writes about him regularly could like find could find this you know like I don't get it this is another one it's video five she doesn't need to give you a reason I mean look at her face yeah. it's just thoughts <laughs> similar to the last I mean I, I all I can say is I know how much anal hurts. Yeah, and imagine when you don't want it. And yeah, when you don't want it. It's I mean, me and Rocco, we also tried to have anal, but it didn't work out. Mm. And he listened to me. So he did not yeah. push. So I think the thing is that people that do crimes like this, I think they pick their victims. Like they know who they can get away oh, with it definitely. and who they can't. Yeah. Now, someone like I don't know what, like how they pick exactly, but somehow they know. Somehow they know. I guess um, the girl has to be sort of uh, unexperienced, a beginner in the industry. Yeah. Maybe beginner, maybe bad English seems to be a really common theme. It's good, yeah, bad like, English. Maybe like if they speak really bad English, you can hold your hands up and go, oh, but I didn't, I thought everything was okay. But let's take like just a short break because we can take the headphones off now. Okay. And that was a lot to watch. <laughs> just mentally. The thing that shocks me is that the abuse is so brazen. It's just out, it's just filmed, edited and published as if that's just Rocco and yeah they say no one complains but we know when they do the agencies and other people in the industry shut them down to mm -hmm. protect themselves yes we know that um the expis community has shut me down from speaking about I, it yeah so and um, trying to fix it within the industry because I think that the people that can fix it you know the fastest are the industry it'd be very easy for us to stop yeah Rocco. from the inside yeah my mind's still blown i've seen those videos a few times now but, me too but they still shock me like and i just feel so bad for the girls like because you know that i've i'm unlucky that i know like quite a few girls in my life that have experienced types of rape and like it affects every part of their life like once yeah. they've experienced something like that it's not that they'll never be the same again but maybe there's just like a version of them before and a version of them yeah after. It, it never goes goes away and i just the fact that that was done just to make 
a few dollars on a DVD, you know. It's, yeah, I guess it makes him uh, unique. And it's done, it's like anal rape on an industrial scale. It's like victim, like new potential victims sent to him every day, every week. Yeah. I, I don't know how often he's shooting. I think every week. Definitely every week. For many, many decades now. So what were we trying to prove here? Yeah, so I think I just wanted to set out some evidence that the things that Nelly said are definitely true. Um, even if I've deleted her podcast, I think I, I'd make like to personally make allegations of abuse against um, against Rocco now. So, you know, obviously I'll wait to hear from Rocco's lawyer. Yeah. Um, but honestly, my feeling is that if, say, people look at it, some lawyers or people in the industry, um, you know, a court or whatever judge looks at that and says that that's not abuse, then I will just quit the industry and yeah. I'll become an anti-porn campaigner because if that's acceptable, then I don't want any part of porn. And I think that we shouldn't be making it and, and it's better to ban it because if that's what people can expect from porn and if that's what we're teaching people because men at home are watching this and oh, this yeah. is acceptable and they're not being told oh this is acting this is just staged they're actually watching a man rape a woman and anally anally rape a woman and then be hero worship for it yeah he's like, he's been a he's role a celeb- model for he's a ce- many Jurex, he's in advertising campaigns for Jurex. Like Jurex, who are like campaigning for safe sex, are using all they had to do is Google for five minutes and they'd see his abusive behavior. They'd see him anally raping girls um, or, or trying to in a lot of cases. And like, where's their due diligence? Like, they couldn't find a better role model for safe sex than Rocco Sifredi? Really? Yeah. You know, I don't know. What can I say? Perhaps, you know, a lot of money play a big role in it. Well, he's so famous in Italy. And, you know, journalists, you'd think journalists would be able to use Google a little bit. like. But but, maybe they think this is okay. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, maybe they know. Like Maybe they think it's it's okay. I lived in Italy for one year and it's a much more macho culture, Mm. like a much more male-dominated culture than like Britain or America. Um, Women's rights are definitely like in terms of women's rights are protected, but in terms of like attitude, Mm -hmm. I'd say it's much more sexist. At least when I was there, it's like been nearly 10 years now. Um, uh, and I know like many men like hero worship Rocco. Many men also don't. Like, I've spoken to quite a few of my okay. Italian friends and some of them hero worship him and some of them are like, yeah, I don't like his stuff because it's it's rapey. So the thing is, maybe it's just the thought of, you know, like that's his style and yeah, it's all right. And I'm sure they would say, but, all these girls probably signed a contract, so what's wrong with that, you know? Yeah, possibly, and it could be just like you say, the sex worker thing, like, it's just sex workers, you know, just... Yeah, I mean... Just bitches. 
Yeah, like what Italians you're selling say. your body. So what do you expect to be treated fairly? Yeah, possibly, possibly. But I mean, you know, the legal system, I don't think sees it that way. So, so even if someone signed a contract, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, yeah, you can be forced into stuff. So, um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I think, I think I want to talk about a few things that need to happen to fix okay. this. Um, good, and I think the ideal situation would be like the fastest way of fixing it would be if you know agent stop sending him models um and agents that do send models to him the rest of the industry could stop using like, that would be like just a fast way of easing him out mm-hmm. um the second thing i thought of is like mind geek um, who own Pornhub and a lot of the big sites and web group who own like legal porno and penthouse i think um and x videos like they could remove his content, like stop working with him, stop promoting him, or like cut him off financially. So as an industry, we can do that very easily. Yeah. Um, then there's um, Rocco's distributors. Okay. So that's like Evil Angel and Gamma Entertainment. Right now they're accepting this, but I guess like I don't understand. Like someone at their company are watching his videos and they're allowing this you know like who's allowing it whose decision is this like who who like in in their affiliate department who's managing the affiliates that says okay this affiliate efuck they're giving us a lot of money like are they not looking at, like maybe they don't maybe they don't but i don't know like i know if they were sending them fraudulent traffic they'd be blocking them very fast you know so like you do man- affiliate managers do manage the affiliates they do monitor them they meet you you meet your affiliates and buy them dinners you know like yeah well maybe as i said maybe it's just accepted like that being the you know yeah. like the rocco thing like it's hardcore and if you don't like it don't watch it you know so yeah like um i guess like Gamma Entertainment, they really need to remove Rocco's mm-hmm. content. They need to stop working with him. Or, um, you know, they need to investigate it, find out if what I'm saying is true. I mean, there's video evidence well, yeah, of it, so it shouldn't take Yeah, but also find out if uh, the things Nelly said were true. Because she she, so, yeah. she said um, some other things. Yeah. So the, how ca- how can we find out if it's true or not? And what did she say? I don't recall. What did she say? Where? How does she know that those things happened? Um, she said those videos, but like I said, I, I searched for crying and Rocco. Like, you know, I have to do my job as well. Like, not just do this. So I, I didn't like. Sp- I, I spent about five or ten minutes looking for videos of. Yeah, I know, but she said something about. about uh, punching punching yeah. dislocated jaw and implants so like how how can we yeah i you'd need to see behind the scenes footage for something like that i don't you wouldn't be able to publish um a video of that there has been rumors mm-hmm. about girls ending up in uh, hospitals because of uh, raptured uh, anuses and uh, stuff that's not a rumor um like, that's not a rumor no no there's a documentary that i saw and rocco uh 
I think Jewel Models were in in the like Julia from Jewel Models was speaking, and one of their models had to go to the hospital because she had a torn labia. Um, now I don't know if that's just an injury. Like I mean, rough sex you can have injuries. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's him being too rough or not. I don't know if like because you know some girls that we know, um, including at her agency, love rough sex and you know dual models are one of the good ones um so i'm not making any criticism of them um but yeah in the documentary yeah so it's, what, it's doc- what documentary is that? i don't remember the name of it but i'll link to it when i find it but, there's not many documents yeah but also there were stories about i mean rumors uh, exactly about the anuses being uh, you know hurt well i think i think i wouldn't criticize that personally because like doing anal sex, you are at risk of prolapse. That's just how it is. And and there are videos of anal prolapses happening. Yeah, but I'm not talking about prolapse, but when it's like... Yeah, one of the videos I saw was um, Rocco tear, tearing a girl's anus. Um, so it was like a little bit of blood. Um, but again, it's anal sex, so yeah. he's not a small guy. I just think if you're doing anal, that's a risk. What are your thoughts on uh, stepping on someone's head or face? If it's consensual, it's fine. Um, if it's not, no. But yeah, and I think the main thing is like just looking at ways we can stop it. So like, another way, and I, I think, you know, if gamma entertainment, if, um, if, evil angel if they don't take action to you know then someone has to so yeah like who is going to i like rocco's sponsors and companies and brands he advertises and he has relationships with are they going to cut ties um i i don't know the other thing that i don't understand is that i'm really familiar with gamma entertainment and I know that they treat this stuff really seriously. Okay. Like when I believe Brie Mills was accused of not monitoring one of the people that worked for her and he was me too'd quite a lot and they took action so fast and so serious and um, people lost their jobs, it was investigated, um, controls were put in place to tighten things up. Like very, They took it very, very seriously. Okay. So I don't understand why they're not taking it seriously in Europe. So I don't know if like Europe's, if there's problems in how they manage things in Europe. I don't know if because it's Europe, you can get away with more. So they don't mm-hmm. care or there's no consequence in Europe. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it's quite clear that it's being monitored better in the US and in the UK. Yeah, and like the girls speak out if there's a problem in America, but in Europe the girls can't speak out. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, no, I mean they can, but they can't. They can't. They get shut down. They, yeah, so yeah. there will be consequences. Yeah, bad consequences. It seems. Um, so, what do you think uh, will happen to us? Uh, I, I'm interested to see. Yeah, like my site's audited. This is what I don't get. So, like every year on my porn sites, um my payments company goes through my site and they're so detailed. Like I had an article about um, Japanese art and um, tentacle porn. 
-hmm. And I had this painting from like 150 years ago of of an octopus. Okay. And it wasn't sexual. It was just like a painting of an octopus. And I had to remove it because of bestiality and it's against Visa and MasterCard's rules. Uh And, you know, like they're going through all the pages like that. So why aren't Visa and MasterCard, why aren't, why isn't Rocco's site held to the same standards that mine is? I think... uh, Like who's who's letting him have like non-consensual content and like attempted anal rape on his site when I can't do anything like that on mine? Because you don't make as much money, I think. Possibly, but... I mean, that's the only reason I can yeah, think but, of. Yeah, you know, Visa and MasterCard, they're usually strict. Like, I, I just don't know who, who's in... Someone's editing this scene. Someone's marketing it. Mm-hmm. So people are watching it. Yeah. And no one's, like, going, you know what? Like, um... This girl just doesn't look happy. Uh, is this okay? I think people have been uh, conditioned to think that it's all right. Yeah, or, or is it that, um, you know, like, because you can get into like an, a, a habit of editing. Yeah. So if you know, like, so with Rocco's scenes, he doesn't, um, he likes them in one take. So if they're in one take, you're not going to edit, right? You're just going to like top and tail it, mm-hmm. put an end screen, watermark. So there's maybe no one's actually bothered to look. I don't know. Like could be, could be no one's no one's looked if you give them the benefit of the doubt. But like it took me five minutes to find mm-hmm. like hot, the vile things of it. Mm-hmm. Five minutes. So yeah, the idea that no one knows is really hard to believe. But you know, at the same time, I know this company quite well, and I know that. Yeah, they're super well, ethical. And as Nelly said on the podcast, Evil Angel, the other company involved, they're the, her favorite company to work with for rough sex in America. They do everything right, everything's amazing. But in Europe, it's different. Yeah. So you do have this duality. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But yeah, and then the other thing I thought of is like, um, you know, we just got to send the evidence in. Yeah. To, to as many Italian journalists as possible. Everyone writing about Rocco, just get it to them. Um, see what they think of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious if an Italian journalist sees, um, especially like the videos where it's so obvious that that is rape, that mm-hmm. is anal rape. If an Italian journalist can watch that and then not write up that story, like what would the motivation for that be? Like, is it just that Rocco is too valuable in terms of like um he gets too many clicks you know like because if you write a story about Rocco Sifredi in an Italian newspaper you, you get lots of traffic you get ad money you know it's yeah because he's so famous there but I just don't understand the lack of curiosity like why are people not curious about him I it, think they are but maybe they don't see the problem with these videos you think I think so yeah you know Europe is different yeah. So I think uh, you know they they um, you know market as uh, rough and that's it. They're just well, that's his style, you know. Mm. Some people grow up on his porn. I know some people like that, and you know it's well yeah. that that's Rocco, you know. Imagine um, that, like, 
Yeah, he's just like just just rapey Rocco. You know? Yeah, that's just <laughs> he's him. just a bit rapey. But you know, it's it just took, his style. It took some time for the Me Too movement, the Harvey Weinstein thing, where at one point it became not okay, but for decades it was, you know, the thing that mm-hmm. Hollywood actresses went through with him. Like it was just, and and many people knew. Yeah, it was just like you know, well. This is how it is. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a breaking point. It's at some stage where it wasn't okay anymore. You know? So I think these things take time. Yeah, but in the, in that time, you know, there's girls being sent to him and they're at risk. Like they're yeah. very vulnerable, especially the ones that don't speak English. But and it seems as if no one gives a fuck. Yep. So and and you know what was really telling for me, like when I published that podcast, um, obviously people in the industry saw it. Obviously. But not one person defended him. You know, not one person. There wasn't one single girl or guy that publicly said, you know, that's wrong. What like, what what do you mean? Like that just disagreed that said, no, that's not true. Rocco doesn't do that. Ah, so no one no, said it wasn't true. Okay. No one disagreed with Nelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were agreeing. Not, not even privately. Like um, everyone like, agreed with at least part of it. I think many people agreed that, you know, it should be better not to talk about it mm. or not to put out negative stuff. Yeah, a lot of people said that. Yeah, I know. That's the majority. And... You know, they're like, yeah, you know, but, you know, it's better not to. As a matter of fact, uh, someone told me that the reason why he treats certain girls as he does is because they are not working well enough. And so it's just, you know, those who don't work well enough, they get a poorer treatment. So you should be ashamed if you you're so if you basically if you don't like the kind of sex Rocco likes then or you don't do what he expects you to do then it's on you because you make him mad not being good enough you know he sounds like a lovely person <laughs> who said that he sounds like a lovely person you know yeah wow um yeah I mean I think maybe time to wrap up now but yeah um but you it's know, an endless topic. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's my challenge to Rocco. You know, he said... He doesn't need to... He said he's got no questions to yeah. answer. So I found some videos of him abusing, only raping, yeah. and attempting to only rape, you know, several girls. So I'd like to hear his explanation for those scenes. Yeah, so it's an open discussion, you know, we it, can... Yeah, is it, is it, is it scripted? <laughs> like, yeah, is it, you it know, I'd be amazed, acting? you know, if it's scripted, show me the script. We, we are... Teach me how to get these girls that can't even understand basic words, how to act so well, you know. We just want, we're, we're just uh, curious uh, cats here. Yeah. You and I, we, we like to dig and, you know, get some questions answered yeah and i'm gonna keep digging as well i can't do much because you know i'm one person and i have to do my job and make sure i eat but i'll keep digging and if anybody finds you know videos that yeah they think are Mm -hmm. Mm non-consensual or there's uh, something abusive in them 
I'm not acting and not consensual stuff, but something that's genuinely uh, disturbing, let's say. Just send them to me and I'll add them to, or just add them yourself on Twitter and use the hashtag RoccoFiles, I think. We'll see what happens. And you know, um, it's, um, we do have freedom of speech, right? We do, but we can't accuse someone of something that's not true if we damage their reputation. Well, we haven't. No, I don't believe I have. Like, oh, um, we are just asking, you know, if no, no, I definitely on those videos I'm saying, <laughs> like the things I said, I'm saying, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, based on like my professional opinion, which is expert opinion, and based on um, what my eyes are showing me, yeah. And so some people would uh, would say to us that, so why are you? bringing this up why are you sharing it like is your purpose to uh, damage someone here or you know um, no, no like yeah some people think that like my purpose is to like get famous or to make money for the podcast but mm. like my podcast doesn't make money well you still only <laughs> like, have me here so yeah. you're clearly not doing like, well and um you know i have enough money and income to be fine yeah, we we um, don't all have to be super successful and famous. Yeah, but no, I'm doing it because um, it's dear to your heart. I wouldn't use those, but I just say that if it's important. I if I don't, I would feel dirty. Yeah, like, like uh, you're part of something. Yeah, dirty. I, I feel really ashamed that I didn't say anything a long time ago because all it would have taken was like a quick Google search, and I would have found the things I found today. Yeah. And I feel like if I just Googled, if when I first heard rumors, if I just done a little bit of research, then I could have spoken out. But, you know, I didn't. I just kept quiet like everybody else. So. Do you think uh, people will hate us? Uh, I think they already hate me. So I think I'm... Oh, I'm, su I'm sure they hate me as well. I'm not so sure, but I think it might be quite... I was I was quite surprised that you did this, to be honest. Why? Just because you have a bit more to lose than me, I think. What? Well, just because you still work for companies and things like that, so... Yeah, but I don't have to. You don't have to, but you do a little bit. Um... <laughs> there was also a rumor that <laughs> allegedly Rocco said about me that I was bipolar. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So Bipolar girls are usually good at sex, I find. So, you know that I'm... It's a compliment. I'll take it. I, I'll take it. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have a borderline personality disorder and depression. Really? But, yeah, but no, not bipolar. So, it's fine. I didn't know you had borderline. I'm on the mild spectrum. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. So that was um, our that was special files. Yeah, that that was our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Share Merry the love. 